Hello and welcome to an intro of Outlandish Podcast, episode 250. I'm the host, Matt. And before we, before I begin playing the uh, episode, I just wanted to uh, say a couple things. One is that uh, we are very grateful for being able to do 250 episodes and appreciate everybody that has listened to the past, the present, and hopefully the future of Outlandish. Uh, we look forward to doing another 250. Uh, second, I would like to thank Roe of Realm Maintenance for having me on his show and giving me an opportunity to talk about our episodes 1 through 249 so far, and expressing my gratitude towards everybody that has listened to us so far, and all the fans we've met, and all the great opportunities that have come our way because of Outlandish Podcast. And I would, uh, I guess one more thing is that I would love to hear feedback about the audio quality of this podcast that you're about to hear uh, we took the opportunity to acquire some new gear, some new headsets, and I would just would like your feedback on the audio quality and whether or not you like it or not. Um, if you could, just send me a message on Twitter, at OutlandishMatt, or send us an email at letters at OutlandishPodcast.com, or just send me an email directly at Matt at OutlandishPodcast.com, and let me know, or let us know, uh, if you like the audio quality. Or if not, and we should just stick with the condenser mics or what. So, uh, thank you for listening to episode 250 of Outlandish Podcast. I promise it gets better towards the end. Um, Justin had a headache while we were recording. He, he informed me he was sorry for if he come off uh, a little angrily towards me. I didn't really notice it during the podcast. Maybe you will, but I didn't. But he had a headache, and he wasn't feeling very good towards the end of the podcast, so... Uh, but we do liven up a little bit when we talk about, you know, doing 250 episodes of Outlandish towards the end. So thanks again to Roe at Realm Maintenance. Uh, we I appreciate uh, him having me on the show. And I hope that he gets to do 250 episodes himself and reap the benefits that we've reaped, which are really nothing, a diminishing fan base and actually a loss of interest of World of Warcraft and... Uh, Oh, well, that gets a little depressing after that, doesn't it? Boozing and drinking and drugs. And and then the the black abyss of despair. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is an episode 250. (laughs) Episode 250. Outlandish. Hello and welcome to episode 250 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I'm my two co-hosts, Jeremy. Starbucks. Justin. Bongo, bongo, bongo. He don't want to leave the jungle. No, 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 no. Bananas, bananas. I don't know what. All right. Uh, so, Jeremy, continue Jeremy on with the story. Yeah. Okay. So, at some, so, I have AT&T for my, my internet provider. And AT&T owns Yahoo. And at some point... I did not know that. At some point, I uh, merged my Yahoo account that I've had for 15 years with my AT&T account. Your SBC? Yes. Okay. And 
AT&T says that they're not linked, but Yahoo says they are, and they told me what my AT&T email address was without me giving it to them, so I know they're right. And the AT&T lady's like, no, you should believe us because you pay us. And I say it's not linked. And I'm like, no, that's bullshit (laughs) because I didn't tell them my email address. Anyway, so one of them gets on my computer and they're trying to change the password and they open up Chrome and go to one and they're like, I need to get in the other one. So they open up Internet Explorer and they start typing and I'm like, don't type in the address bar in Internet Explorer. That's where I go to watch pornography. (laughs) (laughs) She's right. like, oh, I'm going to need to look up our huge servers here. H U G E. No. I just we we initial see they're called massive influx. I'm trying to think of what mil, like milf. Like or something. And so let me just type in we we shorten it to M I L. No, don't look for that. <laughs> Nothing that starts with R or X because it will auto complete. Or porn. Red tube. <laughs> Don't try to go to YouTube because you porn will pop up. And then the punchline would be she tries every single letter and something comes <laughs> up. <laughs> then she goes to numbers one. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, what else? Is, what's going on with you and Wow? Anything at all? Uh, um, they redid Trade Skill Master, which is what Mandy uses at the auction house. And in order to understand it, this is an add on, right? This is an add on for the auction house that lets you make groups. So you can post all your auctions at once. It'll automatically undercut people. Um, so I guess it, you, it's kind of like have you you have a predefined. Uh, you can have like predefined definitions of what. Basically, you're, so like if you set up frost weave bags, you can say um, if there's already some in the auction house, undercut them by one copper unless. The co- I told Matt he should have got wireless. Yeah, I should have. I, I said the same thing. I should have invested way actually, more money. We had, we actually had a little exchange there. He was like, "Yeah, I suppose you know, if I had the money of a news station, where <laughs> yeah. people we had wireless, we Matt quality got us, wireless, Matt headphones. got us headsets. So yeah. now, so now you can you can hear us breathing a lot better. But we also <laughs> won't back away from the mic because I'm all the way back from the table. I can't right back now. away. I have to do the hand thing. It's like, oh, I'm running away from you now. But in reality, I'm just holding my hand in front of my mouth. Oh, here I come back! I'm coming back to you. That's like that's like a '40s radio special effect. I'm riding my horse over to see you. <laughs> Someone's at the door. <gasps> Who is it? I'm <laughs> <laughs> leaning my my chair for the special effect. Oh wait! Oh no, oh, Jimmy! Oh, you gotta hold it up to your mouth. Oh, uh, you uh, shot him again, just for at close range. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> uh, so, what, you're reading about the trade skill, this trade skill master thing? Um, so anyway, to let you undercut people by one copper unless they go below your threshold, and in which case she starts buying their bags or whatever it is. Um, and then if there's none up there, it falls back to your fallback price, which is the most you're willing to sell it for. And it does all this automatically. You just have to click a button. And so they redid it to a version 2 and, like, made it super more complicated than it was before. And in order to fully understand its functionality, which I don't even think we understood its functionality to begin with, there's, like, a 10-part video series that you have to watch 
Because it's not like you just set your item and then type in the prices. You have to go create operators to apply to the group. Oh, my God. And it can have operators like sell for 120% vendor price or sell for 99% of common market price as it pulls off of WoW auction or... It's freaking complicated. Jeez. It'd be I, funny if in the next release... They were like, uh, you're going to need to watch this video series, and you click on the link, and it takes you to, like, C++ Basics. <laughs> and it's part part one of, like, L- a 58. LUA Basics. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what, what you're like, ah, it's so complicated. But that's what's great, I mean, right? I mean, like, once it has it's so all much set power up, and it, stuff. Once it's all set up, it's it's amazing, especially if you get the Trade Skill Master application that goes on your computer. I'm sure I've said it before. That one, it downloads the auction house every hour mm. so when you go and you have to reload your ui for it to load into the game but it'll show you the current prices in your tooltip as you're walking out in the world without having to go do anything hmm. and um it also has deal finding lists like i've got mandy only needs five tailoring patterns that are boe from the world for her to have all of them so i have those set up and it will automatically send me an email if one of them shows up on the auction house. What was it that originally did that? Um, Undermine Journal yeah. will do that if you yeah. pay them. But this, yeah. when you go to these people's website and go to the forums, they have the forums for Trade School Master and Undermine Journal. Hitting the mic. I know. Hitting the mic, man. It's right in front of your face. You just hit yourself in the face. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Ow. Notice I didn't start saying stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself, Jamie? Why are you hitting yourself? I think that's hilarious, by the way. When you do it to him. Yeah. You should. <laughs> and then he'll do it back. You should. In- <laughs> uh, this is sick, but basically you should increase the pressure until he wants you to stop. <laughs> like he's actually like. <laughs> why, are you- <laughs> why are you punching yourself in the eye? Just to reach that threshold where it's no longer funny. Other than that, I, I didn't play any video games. Last Saturday, I watched the entire first season of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm a. Is that the theme song? Or something? Yeah, it's uh, it's that kind of. I did watch the first episode of it. And bongos. Well, good. So this won't be spoilery. Uh, the uh, <laughs> for the first season of Breaking Bad. Well, at least the first episode. Ah, yes. I guess there's too much CSI in the world now to where I'm like. Why didn't the fire truck stop when they see an yeah. RV in the ditch and a guy standing in the middle of the road? With yeah. no pants? With no pants on. They just drive by and he's like, oh, thank God. It was just the fire department. They're not <laughs> well, they had that, that other fire down the road a little ways. That there was four fire trucks. Why would they not stop? <laughs> At least one of them. At least one of them to investigate. Hey, yeah, wait, we're going to a fire. Uh, these people look like <laughs> they... It's the middle of nowhere. This could very well be what we're going to. Maybe they could have, you know radioed somebody because they apparently went and found an Indian somewhere with a bulldozer to pull them out of the ditch. Yeah. Spoilers. And keep quiet. Spoilers for episode two of season one. (laughs) But then for the for the overall thing, it's like the gas mask we can see that it that it used to have something written inside it. But you couldn't find any fingerprints on the plastic part where they pulled it off their face three times. Right. You didn't you didn't find that? No. I really, you know, I really want a series, a television series, where in the first season, like, one of the main characters does get killed off, like, in mid-season. Do you, Matt? Do you? Well, because... As someone who bitches wait about a minute. Joss Wait a But the problem the is, is that 
I'm never, I'm never like, well, obviously this character is going to get dead. You know, I mean, like, I'm never like, oh, they're in a situation. Like, Matt, it's right. never suspenseful. Matt, Matt, go watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, see, also Lost. Like, people die regularly throughout that series. Mm-hmm. All the way up until the end. People you give a shit about. Usually they die at the end, though. Not just in the end, but, like, compared to most shows. Most of them are season finales. Boone, uh, Boone's half-sister girlfriend. I, it's honestly been so long, I can't remember which one it they ended up sister. being. Okay. Uh, was the blonde chick? Was she a was season the, finale? That was the blonde chick. Yeah. Well, that well, was the, a blonde yeah, chick. Yeah, I'm talking about the And the then there was uh, the two chick. drunkards who got killed off the show in the same episode, shot by uh, Charlie. And then there was the two diamond thieves that got buried alive. Yeah, but come on. I know. Uh, and then you had Locke die at the end of the second to last season. But but it was at the, the end. But then he came back, now, so... Yeah, but he didn't remember. He yeah. was this weird puppet body. It was it was the... Uh, Major spoilers for Lost all around there. <laughs> the, what was, it was Jacob, and I don't know what the other guy's name was. Mr. Echo died, too. Yeah. Yeah. What a terrible... I mean, like, he, I don't even remember. He got killed by a smoke thing. monster, but like, he had to gave himself up yeah, to it. Like, kind ah, of. Uh, I'm Neo or something. I don't know. Like He did like some kind of... Um, and Ben's yeah. daughter died in a really fucked up scene. Oh, yeah. right. That was right. That You want to talk about, like, ah, nothing's going to happen here. Bam! <laughs> He's like, just kill her. I don't even care. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to be like, okay, we'll let... No. No. <laughs> no. They just shot her right there in front of him. But it wasn't really his daughter, right? And the French... No, the it was her. The French chick died, too, right? Her... Yeah, oh, the redhead, yeah, at the end of that season. Yeah. She had a little too much warping, I think. Yeah, so, so no fucked up her head. Stuff? Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Did the other guy die? The other Charlie died. The the scientist, Charlie, the scientist guy was in love with her. I don't remember what happened to him. He wasn't there towards the end, though. He must have died, right? Well, he was there. Oh, Charlie died on the ship yeah. when he came back. Man, that... they pretty much killed everybody in that show. <laughs> I think they literally well, killed they literally everybody, killed right? everybody in that show. <laughs> Walt disappeared. Right, came back though. Was he at one point? Did did him and Michael? Did those two show up at the end? He showed up all through the show talking to Locke. Yeah, and Michael. They never did explain him, did they? No, Michael killed. <laughs> Who did Mike? Michael kill whole, somebody? Like, he shot the the two drunkards. Uh, the oh uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Hurley's girlfriend, who was crazy, Michelle and, Rodriguez. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Imrod. That's, right. that's right. But uh, but yeah, like the kid is like, oh, butter flies into a window, right, or something like that. Wasn't that what yeah, it yeah, was? Yeah. And it was like, oh, oh, that was awesome. What happened? What's something this mean? that something that intoned that he could see the future? If I remember, yeah, right. well, just something. He had some kind of yeah. gift. And then he talked to Locke through the computer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. He was just special. He was, and a then they didn't kid. do shit with him at the That's end. What he was. He was the shining kid. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so Jeremy. Thus concludes I, our discussion of I Lost. <laughs> I didn't even know that uh, five point four is gonna is gonna be the last raid patch. Yes. We're so kill Garage, and then one would assume then they must be announcing. I was thinking the next expansion. When I was on. driving home yesterday, I was <sighs> like, be, regardless, yeah. regardless. I was of like, I'm surprised on. that they haven't announced it already. Just like, oh, and the next expansion is gonna be this. We need to tell you because it's coming out. The thing, it's BlizzCon's going to be like, the next expansion is going to be the Emerald Dream, and it's already in stores! 
<laughs> be like a Apple. Get it today. <laughs> well, I mean, like, let's see. Uh, BlizzCon is in October, right? November. Really? Yes. Is it really in November? I thought it was in October. I thought it was in October, too. <coughs> I'm going with October. Hold on. All right, I'll hold on. Dude. Dude. Well, they installed a new screensaver on my freaking computer, and I haven't gone and hacked it off yet. I I mean, but either way, is there? What's the next? Is what's the <coughs> is Gamescom next? What's the next big convention? Packs. Uh, it's November eighth and ninth. Jesus, man, it's a bad time for a convention, for a video game convention. I think people, it's people are going to want to be. I'm pretty sure. When did it October? Games it's been like the... September and it was October. August. Right? It was August two thousand eight. Yep. Yeah. It's October two thousand nine. I don't know. I just want to know where my, my virtual ticket is. I mean, why you can't order the virtual ticket yet? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think they've even announced, like, what you'll get. They haven't. Everything. But four days ago, they let you start signing up for the costume and talent contest. Wait, talent contest? An exciting new contest is coming to this year's show, the BlizzCon 2013 Talent Contest. It is no longer possible to enter this contest. They just posted it four days ago. What the fuck? I said a lot of submissions. I feel like they had a talent contest in 2009. Drama. Now you have to picture that the word drama is coming up like on a 50s horror movie, like The Blob. Mm -hmm. Drama. It spins into view. Yes. And and stops sideways or slightly. If you want to know what I'm talking about, you should go watch our Proximo commercial where Mm -hmm. the word Proximo comes up on the screen. Mm -hmm. It's available on YouTube. Hmm. Hmm. You know, my f- the 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 first parody's got like four thousand views on, on oh, YouTube. Wow! Ooh. Wow! Four thousand. Drama. Reenact a scene or monologue from a Blizzard game. Comedy. Make us laugh. Blizzard inspired stand up or sketch comedy. Music. Oh man, that's that's cringe right there. Sketch comedy. Blizzard, Blizzard inspired co- stand up comedy. So I was hanging out in Orgrimmar the other day. <laughs> oh. And my friend whispered me and was like, "Let's play fantasy football." And I was, and I walked into this this restaurant and I was like, "Hey, girl, if I have my fantasy football draft here, I would make you my first pick." This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was a great example. <laughs> that was a spot on impersonation. Something somebody posted on Facebook yesterday, and then somebody was like, "Oh, uh, they should have said, hey, I need a tight end." And then the conversation ended, and it was seven hours later, so I, I didn't want to post on it, but I was like, somebody should have said, somebody should have told her that they needed a, a wide receiver so he could take it in the end zone, but, mm-hmm. but nobody said that. Yeah. Music. Perform an instrumental or vocal cover of a Blizzard song. So you can only sing, there's only two songs for you to choose from that have vocals, unless you're going to do the whole <laughs> choral part of the beginning, the opening monologue. Prepare for a full hour of... Oh my god. You remember the costume contest? How they're always like Jennifer Pryor, Lady Sylvanas, Jessica Simpson, Lady Sylvanas. (laughs) I remember Jessica Simpson showing up for that blue (laughs) Jessica Negri, sexy Lady Sylvanas. Sexy, sexy. This is the girl you've probably seen that cosplays and has just a fucking like Sports Illustrated body but does like cute pictures. Pikachu and cute Pokemon, and now she kind of just pours herself out all the time. Or April O'Neil. Yes, you say. Yeah, I guess so. Sarah Croft, human priest. It's going to be that. 
I will be singing. I was a little disappointed when I looked up old April O'Neil, and I saw there were like all the clips I could find were not cosplay. <laughs> yeah, you'd expect her to show up in the uh, the like this the world of sex craft type yeah, videos. Just, and I just, yeah, I just expected her to be like in like a, like that was her thing. She was po- in cosplay Pokemon, porn. Pokemon, you know. This, so this year it'll be Jennifer Foley will now pre- will now perform <laughs> will now perform Lament of the Highborn. Jessica, well, maybe not Jessica Simpson. I was just thinking, like Jessica Croft will now perform <laughs> the Mint of the Highborn. Because you're like, ah, oh, talent show, and I was like thinking, wouldn't everybody from the costume contest just enter the talent show? Because that, hey, my talent is I made this fucking outfit. Ah, I think they had to force and you to do something. Here's the scene that they will reenact. Loktar Ogar. Hello, friend. What are you reenacting? You're clicking on me. And, Click on me. And like he has a giant mouse. He makes a giant mouse pointer yeah. like that, the giant hand, and he kind of moves it over and pushes it on himself, and he's like, Live by these words, Loktar Ogar. That's a long one. There's more to that one. That's what yeah. happens if you click on Garage. Oh, okay. That um, makes sense. So I dance. Guess- Come up with an original dance routine set to Blizzard music or original Blizzard theme compositions. It'd be kind of cool if some acapella guys got out there and did like a... Stirring rendition of stirring rendition, <laughs> basically what we do at the beginning, but oh, like really good. Not one. So what? You're Better, saying, I mean. Oh, they, I mean it's going to be yeah, difficult. There you go. But we that's what would make it a you know BlizzCon talent show entry. They, uh, please don't limit yourself. Blah blah blah. Apparently they're auditioning beforehand. Good submissions. Audition are now, videos, maybe. Submissions are now closed, but if you'd like to learn more about what you can expect to see, you can visit the contest page. We'll be announcing the grand finalists in the coming weeks. I wonder if they collect uh, submission videos on the contest page. I clicked it. Let's see. Exciting. I can't wait to find out after it all loads. The costume contest is sponsored by GeForce GTX. Hmm. If you want a video card, buy ours. All right. I will. I'll buy that. That should be there. If you go to the contest page, it says submissions are now open, and you can submit something. (laughs) Confusion from Blizzard. Controversy. I would like, you know, I'm thinking about buying a GeForce, but I don't know if I want to buy that or Radeon. I'm up in the air. It's 50-50 on which video card I (laughs) Well, Matt, it turns out that the NVIDIA GTX is sponsoring this competition, so you should really decide on them. I get it. Well, I mean, it's like, like it's up in, like... You have a lot of choices in video cards. I mean, like it's either yeah. Nvidia or, or ATI. And if I if I heard the stats correctly, Radeon is like a fifth of the total. Oh, is it percentage like of people? Nvidia has so much. They've got a large market dominance. Market. If you want to enter the art contest, the submit the submissions must be received by August twenty third. And if you win, you get a ticket to BlizzCon. Hmm. And some money. Like someone would. Someone that submitted to that would already have a ticket to BlizzCon. Now you can bring a friend. No, this is... You get one ticket to BlizzCon. All right, so, um, <laughs> Jeremy, back to WoW. Like, this is Dragon. Back to WoW. Uh, so, I guess they're going to... You're going to fight Garage. Yes. Um, I th- I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure they haven't even tested, right? They're not even through with raid testing right now. Um, Ghostcrawler said that balance testing would begin in two PTRs, so the big changes are done. Who's backing Garage? Basically, what's the trash made of? Uh, with Garage. Probably the Mogu. He's, or the, uh, I don't know what it's called. I can't remember what it's called, so I'm going to, the Shaw. It's the Shaw. But I'd rather call it the Taint, because he's going to be tainted. And so it'll be a bunch of, like, 
Shaw creatures. Shaw? So oh, this is all fucking yeah. Mandariable so, shit. So you remember the gaping maw things from Karazhan, the ones that would kill us right after um, chess event. It's kind of just a big mouth and some tentacles. Yeah, they were slugging. They were, oh, yeah, and you had uh, they would do something to you, right? <coughs> they would put a they had some kind of like giant armor bite thing and if anybody was standing in front of it besides the tank it would kill you and oh i remember yeah 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 they're kind of like you pull that. them down the stairs they're kind of like that except they they're had made huge out of damage output out of as a healer that's like black and white slime stuff and it'll probably be a lot of that because he gets tainted by the Shaw, the and he turns purple. Have you not seen the picture? Oh, well, that's, that's kind of a cop out. Because I was, I was thinking that gr- the whole conflict with Garrosh is that he was more warlike and warlike and more, you know, tribal and whatnot. And so we, he was just going to go over the deep end. And so now it's basically well. Now he's be, taking the oh, power. Oh, he's tainted, so he's not really a bad guy. No, he's still a bad guy. Well, um, oh, so it's sort of more like. Uh, so we'll still be there. He is. So he's Lich, got like Lich King, I guess. Yeah. He's you know, got he the, made a bad. Arthas made a bad decision. He's got the ever popular eyes on his shoulder, like the the hunter armor. Mm-hmm. It's fucking huge. He's got the giant uh, model. Yeah. Um, and it'll probably be a lot of Corcron people. Yeah. What when is that expected to come out? Well, if they're starting tuning now, it'll. Probably be two or three weeks, I imagine. Why is it when you fight a boss, it's always got to be like bigger than you? Like, I'd like to so just fight a normal. So it's easier to click on, I guess. Like, yeah. why did Arthas get so damn tall? Yeah. And, and when you think about it, he's one of the smaller bosses we fight. In the yeah. Game. So I guess like uh, we'll have five point four, and then five point five will just be like maybe some quests and stuff with uh, them picking the new whatever. Position he has, I don't Maybe. know. So Maybe what is Gar- what is Garrosh's position? Hi, hi. He's the war chief. War chief. So we'll pick out a new war chief. Does it have to be a, a, a an orc guy? Personally, I think it's going to be uh, Zuljin. Is that an orc guy? No, is that a troll? troll. Zul. That's well. That's speculation on my part. Oh, of course. I mean, but it could also very well be Bane Bloodhoof. So can it just be anybody of like the horde, pretty much? Maybe we'll get to vote. Maybe we'll vote Lady Sylvanas that to be the war be, chief. That would actually be a really creative and interesting way to involve the players in, in the decision-making and world-building, Jeremy. I, I agree. That's not going to happen. Because the Alliance will all vote for the... <laughs> the Alliance will all vote for the worst one. Yeah, you go. They should only let people that have level 90 horde players vote mm. on it. That's a good idea. Because um, then it, otherwise it'll well, end up being like... How about if you beat him, you get the vote. Like, like it's like a, it checks to see if you have an achievement. The alliance then, still shouldn't get to vote. And everybody on on MMO champions forums where there was an argument because apparently the the alliance is just going to give us back Orgrimmar without any. Well, maybe it's, it's a like, peace. Oh. Maybe it's a peaceful thing. It's like, oh, here, have Orgrimmar back, and they're like, no, the alliance should fucking kill all the horde, and not give them Orgrimmar back, and I'm like, but. That's where all the portals go. They're not going to program that we don't go to Orgrimmar anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you don't even know the story behind, like, why they give it back, so... Those people have probably been on the PTR and probably know... Have probably seen this. I don't know what the story is, but I'd have to assume it's some kind of peaceful... Like, we understand that Garage was bad and blah, blah, blah. It's not your fault. You guys are actually good. 
Mm. Yeah, I don't see that happening with uh, with King Lane there. Right. So King yeah, Ren. they've been trying Sorry. to re-promote the the, 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 the fight between the animosity them. between the two groups. So uh, what else? Anything else? Do anything else? No. Okay. All right, Justin. What's going on with you? I kept playing Far Cry Three, just but I think it's just because I didn't really have anything <laughs> else to play. Did you give up on it? I just like every time I turn it off, I think like I ah, I don't know if I'm gonna play this again, and then I just kind of like ah, I kind of want to shoot some dudes. <laughs> yeah, I mean you might as well might as well progress through a story while shooting dudes. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty fun to try and take bases that actually it had gotten easy. But then, I don't know if they just, like, detect your level or what, uh, but they definitely, like, increase the difficulty. But they, at the same time, I kind of get pissy because there's a, there's some artificial, well, there's some kind of not the most interesting difficulty increasing, which is <laughs> putting uh, soldiers in a village that have, like, body armor and a helmet on. And so you can't, not only can does it take like a billion rounds from your large machine gun, but you can't knife them even if you catch them off guard. Uh, and in fact... Because they wear neck armor. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. I can't find a weak can't spot right there. Slit their throats. And necks of steel. So what I found out is that um, if you catch them off guard, though, and you just do a regular melee attack, uh, it takes five of those and... They get taken because they they also you know uh, kind of wobble a little they bit get when dazed. you hit them. Yeah, but it won't keep them completely off their feet forever. But basically, you can get five hits in before they can do anything. So like if you can catch a guy off guard, you can kind of wrap them. Just it's dopey though because you're just like you're crouched down, just like swipe, swipe, swipe. swipe yeah, I just imagine swipe. like, it's like yeah. <laughs> you're just you're running around the whole game, just crouched down. <laughs> it's like getting hit by a level two wolf. Um. Angry, angry nerd posted on the forum saying, Justin's probably stopped playing Far Cry 3 by now, but he should really play up to the weed mission and all the stuff with Uncle oh, Buck. Oh, I played that all. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a care all that stuff. I don't actually don't know how far I am from the end of the game. Do you sit down and watch Uncle Buck starring John Candy? Nope, that didn't happen. No? You, what was that? Uh, what was that? Was it Max Payne? Where you could sit down and watch the movies on TV and it was like... Uh, the Darkness. Yeah, it was a darkness. You could watch the entirety of To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I actually, I've, I've finally killed, like, it's one of those games where you have a douchebag villain in front of you, the guy you actually hate, and then you find out that he, there's a shadowy behind the guy, guy. But, like, you, you're, once you kill, once you take care of the guy that you thought was a villain, like, they don't do a good job building up the guy behind them, so you, you like, you, kind of feel like that's the end of the game mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know like it's not satisfying to keep going but I just did that and uh, I don't know the game has a lot of um, a lot of little things that kind of get on my nerves like for example you'll get a mission and it's usually pursuant to, pursuant to you getting a call on your walkie talkie or whatever and having a little conversation with somebody and then them telling you you know where to go next to do this thing next <coughs> So the game has this thing, and I guess it's supposed to be a reminder thing, where if you don't do that immediately and you go and do another quest, you finish that quest and the game is like, oh, better remind them. So you go through the whole conversation again, which is, you know. It was like that in the uh, Far Cry 2, wasn't it? I don't remember. I remembered this being annoying to me. Yeah. So if you decide that I just want to go do a bunch of side quests right now, I'm in the mood to do a bunch of side quests, well, you're going to get a fucking repeat performance every single time you finish one until the point where you finally just go, all right, I'm going to go do the fucking quest. (laughs) 
so I don't hear this bullshit over and over Always again. Always good. Far Cry and Just Cause 2 mixed up, but I'm pretty sure that That's it was reasonable. Far Cry. That that kept happening. And I was like, okay, I know. You want me to go over there. Yeah. I, I will go to that that lake in the middle of the place and get on the boat and do that stupid mission. Just stop talking. Right. Um, Is there, I was thinking about it, like, Pretty much when you were saying that you were getting confused with it and Justin's all like, yeah, that's to be expected, you know, because pretty much both jungle GTAs, Tropical right? islands, yes. Um, Open world tropical islands. I was trying to think, like, so have we had a GTA pretty much in all kinds of settings, pretty much? Not really. I mean, you'd like to think so, but all the settings have been American except for that one that was in Britain. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, but that like would you say... GTA 2? <laughs> oh. But I guess I'm just saying, like, open open world... You can run around, you can hijack stuff, you can do your own things, you can kill people. Like, Skyrim's a fantasy one, right? When you consider that a fantasy GTA? Like, I mean, you get to do... Oh, yeah, if you want to take all open world. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be essential? I mean, wouldn't that essentially be what GTA is? It's just an open world shooter with a, a mainstream quest that you can do and some side quests? I mean... That's GTA kinda... tends to be in urban settings because there aren't really any cars for you to steal elsewhere. And a whole lot of nothing in between. But, I mean, yeah. that's what G- made GTA GTA, though. That it was like... Well, that's why they call it Grand Theft Auto. That it was... But, I mean, it, otherwise it wouldn't be that fun. It, like, we wouldn't have had all these clones. All you know, the op- it may, That's what spun it off because GTA 3 was like an, a big, giant open world. Yes. Where yeah. you could run around and, and grab stuff. So that's why I'm saying, like... Um, have we had a setting like that for pretty much every genre? Have we had? I mean, I, I'm confused by that because the genre is like. Well, I'm saying like I'm saying world, like open world game action. You know, fantasy, sci-fi. Let's see, um, Spider-Man Two. That took care of the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, see, also Arkham City. Yeah. Really, Arkham Asylum to an extent. It had a it had a map. You could go back to places. You had to if you want to get all the Riddler question mark thingies. Yeah. Red Faction is uh, Red Faction Gorilla is arguably like a sci-fi version, but I mean, I you know, I hesitate to say like superhero genre, sci-fi genre, those are kind of big sweeping. There's, there's a lot of delineation. Well, I'm just saying like, you know, amongst those genres. I mean, what Burnout takes care of racing. What fantasy ones do you have? Like Fable, I guess. Um yeah. is that World of Warcraft? Yeah. But um what was What's Actually, most the, really the open world comes from fantasy games. Most RPGs have a world that you can go around and do things at your own pace. Just usually not in a uh, real time environment. Test Drive Unlimited. You just drove around Hawaii, yep. and mm-hmm. you would happen to see people, and, and you the, could race them right there. And the second one was the Isle of Ibiza. Yeah. Okay. But back to Far Cry Three. Ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just, I guess. Have you looked just, up to see how far you're That's from... the one that you haven't finished yeah, most recently. Kinda. I don't really. I, I'm waiting for some games to come out, which is like a, a unusual. Usually, I've got so many games in my backlog, but I've, be, I've very much become come to realize I'm like I don't necessarily need to play these games, like certain games that I've bought just because I bought them for five dollars in a Steam sale. So I don't really have anything I'm looking forward to right now. Yeah, I looked through my list and I'm like, oh, I have that game. Mm. I guess. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess that was on sale. Yeah, like oh, I have the darkness too. I was like, yeah. Dota. I mean, two. I've heard good things. I don't buy a game if it's not got good. Dota two is yeah. in my list. Good I'm like, I, I got Dota two. When did I get that? 
think we no. all have Dota 2. Darkness was the first person shooter, right? Where he was like, he come back to life and he has like dark powers or something like yep. a shadow. He can like go in like a shadow realm. He basically kind of had like venom. Yeah, kind of yeah. like you just stuff around him. Do stuff. But yeah, also was, like demons. That was my Xbox desktop on my, uh, my original Ooh. 360 for a while. People should be excited with the... If a new Riddick movie comes out, maybe a new Riddick game will come out with it. I've um, got that. I haven't played that yet either. Yeah, I've got t- same, same. Uh, made by Starbreeze, which just released a game called uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, mm-hmm. which I had. Is this the one that I saw on Penny Arcade they were talking about? Mm. With the two brothers are running around. You got yes. left stick and right stick. and I don't know about all that. Oh. I, there's two brothers running around in a uh, woodsy environment. Yeah, and you can only control, you can control one or the other, or like. They don't really interact. Or I don't even know that much about it. Um, I know it's made by these the Starbreeze guys, and it was released at like forty dollars, which is a good like. It's nice seeing games come out, you know, either not at sixty dollars or you know twenty or below. But uh, I've heard nothing but good stuff about that. I didn't even hear hear about that game before, um, and then it came out, and everybody's like, "Oh, what a heartfelt game! You got to play this." And and just from looking at the screenshots, it looks like a really unique and interesting game. Just the idea that you're these two brothers going around trying to do something, and I've seen like some kind of golem thing in some of the screenshots. I I don't know what's going on, but that alone looks interesting enough to catch my attention. That 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 makes me think of the conversation we had on Threshold was about uh, Josh was talking about how like you know uh, or, shameless um, plug. Jeff was talking about well, this is, this is ties in because Jeff was talking about how uh, he would like it if they made it kind of like where you got to make your own. That's the. That's what you just said. Shameless plug-in, that tone. <laughs> um, funny. But uh, like we were talking, Jeff was talking about how he wished they would make it so that guildies could make their own like types of of games, like mini games, kind of like how you have mini masters and pack wars. You have like cube drafting, all these right. different you know peasants, all these different formats and stuff right. that were in Magic. He would like to see it if we could do that there. And I was thinking like. At what point are we going to stop seeing, like, you see these games come out, like Brother or something that you're like, wow, that's pretty interesting build. Like, are we, do you think we'll ever reach a point where we're just rehashing stuff again over and over again? Or do you think that we'll always continuously just have creativity, you know, innovation? We'll always have seeming creativity because uh, things come in waves. So, like, for example, um, you could make a World War II shooter now. And people would be like, "Well, oh, I haven't played one of those in a while," you know. <laughs> Whereas well, on the in the PS2 Xbox era, era, you know, people were like, "Jesus, enough of the World War II shooters!" But now everything's modern combat, so we have. Well, had I guess I mean what I mean is like something that we'll see and we'll be like, "Man, why didn't anybody think of that till now?" You know, like you just have like these things that I, I I'm inclined to think no, based on past evidence, because people have believed that about any number of things repeatedly, 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 and then you see something that you feel is like completely new and, and different. Um, I don't think so. I think that there's a ton of ideas to explore out there. But at the same time... They're few you, and far get between? In, no, I was going to say you get into a discussion about the fact that most stories are the same thing. You know, a hero's journey. Well, I know, like I, the, I know the stories story. are... But I'm just saying, gameplay wise, like innovation, like you know, you just well. This is what I'm trying to say, though, is that like we we would have to define what you mean by that, um, because at some extent, someone could say that we've already done everything. You know, we're in 3D environments, and there's not much more you can do in that unless you're getting more granular about what you're talking about. Well, I mean, like Minecraft. 
Like when it come out, nothing else was doing that, right? I mean, like that. Technically, Minecraft was an, uh, well, a variation of like something some, that had like, already come out. Was that Dwarven? Was Dwarven Fortress before that, or was it Dwarf Fortress was before that? But yeah. it's not what you're thinking of. Oh. It was another block Ter- game. Was Terraria before that? No. Well, then, like, what about Angry Birds? Like Ang- Castle Crashers or whatever. Angry like, Birds so- is also something. I was gonna say. I played. I played. Quote. Oh. <laughs> I played Angry Birds a long time before Angry Birds came out because it was um, a very popular Flash genre, the knock shit over yeah. thing. I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. it's like movies. I mean, there's so many movies like Cars and Doc Hollywood. It's the same movie. Cars? Cars. And Doc Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Same movie. <laughs> uh, what about? I mean, well, well, I mean, can you think of games that are innovative to you that haven't been done before? I mean, stuff maybe like In? like I think of Fez. Like, did anybody think about you know flipping? I guess Paper Mario or something like that might have done. Or I think it was Paper Mario or um, one mm-hmm. of those where it flipped the world. Perspective. Perspective's an innovative game. Have either of you played them? Mm-hmm. So you're this you're this little blue guy and you can only walk on the blue path. But like maybe one it's like, like the 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 chair rail on Matt's wall there. But if there was a chair rail in the hall, you would have to get it so that the two lines lined up and then you can walk him across it and then he's now in the hall. Right. Only he's bigger because the perspective changed and you have to go around mazes and stuff like that. When did this game come out? I don't know. Because I was about to say that 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 even has been done before. There was a game, an early game on the PSP that had a similar idea. And actually has been done a lot of different uh, little ways now. Um, I, for the longest time, I've wanted a game that accurately rep- reproduced the roads of uh, America. Oh my and God. with 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 the idea, see the problem I have with game makers is they want to fit so much uh, detail and world building that you usually end up with cities that are like, you know, uh, three quarters of a mile across. You know, you look at the original GTA; that's no city. That's like a weird. I don't even know what that is. Why would they even have skyscrapers there? The the freaking islands like three blocks across. You know. Yeah. So I've. What they need to do and what they end up doing in games like Fuel or uh, Just Cause 2, for example, is they make the game really big because they want to have that scale, but there's just not as much interesting stuff block for block. It's and like, I'm okay uh, with that. I want people to be okay with that. It's it's like why Minecraft so you want works. Fuel? I kind of yeah, I want fuel or, or but I want like if they could repro- reproduce the entire streets of. Um, of uh, like America, for example, what was and you that, know the, uh, the the graphics quality isn't as good as recent games, but if they can get like a PS2 quality graphics with the the systems they have now, they could make a game like that with those graphics. This is what I'm trying to say is that like they always have to make it high fidelity graphics and super special graphics. But Minecraft showed that people will play the fuck out of a game, even if it looks like it's 15 years old and is almost hard to look at. If it does, yeah, something but it has a style. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if you could do that with racing. You could certainly do that with racing, like a cell shaded racing or a block race. I'd play a fucking block race. I mean, I think you could do better than something that looked like Minecraft for this idea I'm thinking of. But 
I'm interested in big world. I like the idea of like chasing a guy across country. Yeah, but who would want to do that? His... I mean, honestly, honestly, you don't even want to drive in real life. You think you want to drive in a video Maybe game? I don't want to drive in real life. You don't want every time we try to talk. Like I talked to you about going to Penny Arcade in like Seattle or something like that. You seem resistant to do no, that. No, you were utterly, con- utterly confused and got the wrong well, you message didn't about drive. why. I didn't want to drive 18 hours in a day, 18 hours in the next day, and like 18 hours in the next day. <laughs> yes, that I did not want to do. What was the name of that video game that recreated like half of Los Angeles? True Crime Streets of LA? Yes. That one was pretty cool. Yeah, You could exactly. drive down the neighborhood. And I don't... Google Maps knows what the shape of everybody's house is now. So I don't see why somebody can't extrapolate that into a video game. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the same color as my house, but it can most certainly be the same shape. What the fuck? Oh, it's upside down. It needs to be next. Yeah. I don't see why somebody can't can't just and rip Google. those Google images right off the Google Earth. <laughs> Google Earth already knows where the hills and stuff are. And some games have actually used the Google imaging. I need. I need to find. I watched. Uh, I saw somebody. I think, I think there's actually a flash game that you can race around in the overhead view. Somebody. That, I've played that. Now that you mentioned, somebody <laughs> had. Uh, I don't want overhead view. I want 3D. Well, yeah. tweeted tweeted a photo or something of like this nuke site or something where you could pick a place in Google Maps or something and drop a nuclear bomb and watch yes. or whatever. It'll it'll tell you the the radius. It'll it determines the population of that area and tells you how many people died. Um, and then you can pick different type. You can do like an, a hydrogen bomb versus an atom bomb and like drop it in the middle of Little Rock and it'll show you the total destruction radius and then the the everybody's still going to die radius and mm-hmm. you can determine how far away you need to be you guys were dead <laughs> right yeah me and mandy were we'd be irradiated and probably get cancer zone oh you'd die slowly we'd be the lucky ones yeah yeah uh and then i started rewatching uh neon genesis evangelion <laughs> what what that's old even I've seen that, which makes me know it's really? old. Yes. Wow. Because I haven't seen that in a long time. Well, yeah, I mean, it came out in 96 or whatnot. But, I mean, hell, DBZ was pretty much done by then. And people still love and watch DBZ. Mm-hmm. Um, just as an example. Or Akira. You or got so much. But don't show. you feel bad? No, I, no, I don't feel bad, man. I'm not going to so feel much, about bad. You, so, you have so much stuff to other, uh, like stuff you should watch, right? I yeah, mean, probably, setting in your view. You know, I also I saw Pacific Rim three times, and, I, and it got me thinking about Evangelion a lot. And I haven't seen it in like eight years. I hear that's I hear that, that's a shitty, a shitty Pacific my, Rim. Uh, a shitty, yeah, it's a shitty Pacific Rim. Uh, like it doesn't knock even knock off. Yeah, it doesn't even like. I don't even know how you get that conclusion, really, Justin. Pacific Rim to Neon <laughs> Genesis Evangelion. It was funny too because I watched an episode and I realized that there's a character in Evangelion, uh, Masato, who is pretty much just like Miko or, or Make, Mako in Pacific Rim because she is she is affected by an angel the second impact 15 years previously and it's clear that her character basically is on like a revenge path which is why she's so good at taking out angels or whatever but and I was like oh yeah that's pretty much Mako <laughs> but anyway um, yeah I really like that show that reminds me that I never finished watching Dot Hack it looks pretty good fucking ending no I disagree entirely uh-huh. 
I mean, if uh-huh. if you don't like thinking about enemy in endings and I didn't like any, I mean, I, it's a whatnot. Yes, I couldn't get into it. If you require rainbows and happiness at the end of your show, which is funny because the end of the show is actually really has actually, in my opinion, has a really happy ending once you understand it. Well, yeah, that's the thing is you got I gotta go to fucking Wikipedia. But I like that and look it up. I like that it's not dense and straightforward and 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 you know overbearing. But it shouldn't be like fucking primer over here where I gotta like why not have a read through with because that. I should be able to like watch a show and understand it without having to like go look up cliff notes for it or something. You know, what I mean, like that's that. I mean, I, I agree that they should be able to convey a general sense of what's going on, but there there is a power and and, and it helps in a rewatching of shows and when if something that even if you don't fully understand the first time, like I didn't understand Primer the first time. I still think it's a fucking incredible movie. I'm j- I literally just I understand that I'm was not smart enough basically to keep up with what they were doing. And there was an argument. There's been some arguments online that they should have shot things a little differently to help you keep up with like when is when. Mm. But anyway, that's okay by me because to me it enriches the experience when I can watch something and I see little things and now I understand what they mean. I'm okay with that. With expanded okay. fiction. But do you have to, I mean, with uh, NG, do you have to watch the movies, like, afterwards? Or, I mean, like, what what is... You, Death and Rebirth isn't technically a movie. It's, it's they use a, it's sort of like a, a catch-up thing they did at the end of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Like a bridge between Evangelion. You get, there's a little bit of new footage. But it's all stuff that you're like, what the fuck, what the fuck is that? You know, like little flashes of stuff that you get expounded upon in, in End of Evangelion. But you, like the Animatrix. You don't need to see death and rebirth i don't even own a copy and then that's what's funny is like so it's it's well what's this relaunch that they're doing the relaunch is really interesting and, and i haven't seen any of them yet but from what i've understand it's basically for one you know it's all new hd graphics like they completely redrew uh, everything and they actually changed from what i understand they changed a lot about the story even though it's the same director and like he's basically saying like uh, well, I would compare it to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, I can't remember the name of the author right now. Uh, Don't look at me. H.G. Wells. No. Oh. But uh, Douglas Adams. Every time he uh, he was almost always involved with with moving that story into a different genre. There's like a, in in England there was like a TV show. There was like a musical. I think they already had their own movie. He did like a radio play at one point, and he specifically changed things about the show. Just kind of like playing around with the story every single time he put it into a new medium. So I get I get the feeling that's what uh, Hideki Anno is doing this time. He's, he's also like admitting like sort of sort of responding to what we were talking about. You know, you would probably like Rebirth because from what I've heard about it is it's a lot more straightforward and it, it lets you keep up with it without having to know. Like you would like Rebirth because you're stupid. <laughs> Not, not what I mean. Um, I've well, heard, I also I've heard watched it back in like '98. I mean, or whatever you know, back when probably 2001. Yeah, when whenever, I, when I, I like, the first time I watched Evangelion, I didn't like it, yeah. and I didn't see it again until um, like a couple years later when I had a friend raving about it, and I was like, "Well, I'll just watch it again." And then I fell in love with it, admittedly because <laughs> I understood this was after I looked on the internet and kind of figured some things out. Um, but uh, yeah, Rebirth is supposed to be sort of like he's taking in, in, into account uh, 
every, you know the complaints about the original series and whatnot. And it's kind of a chance for him to change around because there's like all new characters they inter- introduce and new Avas and, and whatnot. And I'm just waiting for them all to come out. So I can watch them at once. But Evangelion is a great anime. I recommend watching. Uh, or I recommend watching it. And so, what do you think about the new Doctor Who? I don't think about the new Doctor Who. <laughs> Apparently, he's old. Yeah. For for a doctor. Yeah. He's like yeah. forty, almost fifty. He's got gray hair. Mm-hmm. It was all over the, like the internet. Well, they yeah. did a live stream for. it. I was going to say they were they people were live, really into Doctor Who live streaming it. Well, it's been on since like, the sixties. Not yeah. since. It, was, it yeah. went well, off the air. I know. That's what blows my mind. Is like, where were all these people? <laughs> well, I mean, where were all these people in like the nineties or whatever when there wasn't any Doctor Who, right? Well, that's the thing. Is the new well, Doctor Who was hokey. You, you know, it was kind of like '60s Godzilla movies. You didn't really like them unless you were just a fan of goofy, goofy sci-fi. Unless you were a nerd, right? But even more so than Star Trek, for example, because like Star Trek: Next Generation is like actually good television. It's not an, just good for sci-fi. I saw an episode of that last night I'd never seen before, and I thought it was hmm. terrible. <laughs> Probably a first season episode, right? The this parasite starts eating the ship. And everybody passes out except Data, and he saves them all, and then this lady shows up to her wedding naked, and the guy she was going to marry leaves, and then the show went off. And, like, everything happened in the last five minutes, and it hmm. was just like, what What the fuck did I just watch? But, uh, yeah, so it wasn't really, like, lauded, and then the series came back, and now it's like... Also, I think it's kind of like it's uh, one of the only sci-fi shows that is regularly on the air that people get to watch. You know, we don't get a lot of them. So even the ones that are marginally good. What are you talking about? Sci-fi is popping them out left and right over here. Shows? Siffy. Yeah, man. You got Warehouse 13. You had Re- Eureka. You have... Like I said, marginally these... good. <laughs> those those are People rave about that. Really? They love Warehouse 13. And yeah, Eureka. but I can't help but think that it's like... Like, I rave about Pacific Rim, but I wouldn't tell people this is a great artistic achievement. And, and no matter well, who you are, you should not... see it. I know that it's aimed for me. So the people that rave about Warehouse 13, I just imagine they're the prototypical War, Warehouse, geek. Warehouse? Warehouse 13. <laughs> I just assume they're the prototypical that sounds like inclined to like that if, stuff anyway. If there was another sci-fi that sounds like the, the show they would make if, the, if Warehouse 13 was on a different channel. And it would be a it would it would be and a, I mean we had you know movie. we had Fringe we have uh, we had Lost yeah um, and that's kind that, of it you know being human BBC show I don't understand yeah. why everybody loves Friends people so much. love it's that been off the air for so long <laughs> people like that Primeval Primeval I haven't heard anything about that one yeah you have the it's blonde? that one you saw on the oh the the, the dinosaur with the diamond. portal yeah yeah you like you were like oh my god i gotta watch it did you watch it or no anything? i didn't say oh my god i need oh. to watch it i said hey has anybody seen this because i've never heard of it and then you pointed out something. like it was on netflix streaming like you I mean yeah. you, you made it seem and like you I, were gonna watch it like it, it was well, like i apologize thing. for oh. giving that impression oh, okay. i literally was like has anybody seen this because i wanted people to say and even if I had gotten good reviews, I, that doesn't mean I would have watched it anyway. I thought it was I don't a even like Doctor show. Who. Like what the show first show? Primeval? Primeval? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to really pronounce it. Like it's a show where the these people they open these uh, portals, these dimensions through time and space, and monsters come out. And so these I've heard about these the monster busters that <laughs> have to take out like dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. It's not always dinosaurs. Is it not? No. I thought it was. Well, that, that's stupid then. The show's called. I don't think it's always dinosaurs. It should be. I mean, like, their main shot is like a T Rex chasing them. 
Well, yeah, because that's they, something they people were, know. This is one they were comparing to... I think they were comparing it to Doctor Who because they were like, no matter what the story is, they always have to have a monster of the week. Doctor Who. That's and, my complaint about Doctor Who. Yeah. This was... And and the and the 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 less necessary the show needs a villain, the worse the villain is because now they have to shoehorn it in from, from the episodes that I've seen. And admittedly, again, I've only seen the first season of the 2005 relaunch. Supposedly, it gets better. Um. All right. Anything else, though? Did you did we talk about you finishing Orange Is the New Black? Did you? I think we talked about it. It sounded like just he just said, over did it. you finish watching Origins of the New Block? Well, he said Orange is the New Orange is the new Black. I did finish that. It's really good. I can't wait for season two. You should really get around and watch that Weeds. Just the first couple seasons. Yeah, I probably should. Breaking Bad for women. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it makes me think of. Well, it's not even that. It's more like... I know. I know it's nothing like that. But that's what makes me think. It's not even Oz. I don't even know. I mean... And then Jeff Kanata, The Shield, apparently was a great fucking show. Yeah. I really Really? really wanted to watch that when it first came out. Yeah, I always thought it was just the commish reloaded. (laughs) He's pretty hardcore. Yeah, he's he's almost like like a training day kind of like show. But uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like I want to watch that. But All right, commish reloaded. I wanted to watch that. Now, I mean, like, there was... uh, At that time, it was like that ladder... I don't know if it was Ladder 49, what, what the name of the show was with Dennis Leary in it. it oh, the, the, fire. the Fireman Show. Yeah. Rescue Me. Rescue Me. Nothing else Ladder 49. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was a, I think Ladder 49 was a show on like CBS or something. Probably. Uh, it's always weird. In a salami sandwich. It's always weird how you'll see like multiple shows <laughs> or movie coming Rachel. out at the same time. Like what was it? It was like this year you had the white uh, White House is down or, or White House down, oh, yeah, and then you yeah, had the other op- whatever the other one was. Right. Yeah, but you can't really say that about shows because there's almost always a procedural rescue workers drama show. Are there any hospital shows right now? Grey's Anatomy still on. No. Pri- is private practice a hospital show? Or, uh... If the people treat doctors, I consider it a, a hospital show. Let's call it a doctor's okay, show. I think private pra- so is I would, practice. I don't know if that's. I don't on. know. You you used to watch that show on USA. That's a that's a oh Roy Payne's treating people show. Yeah. Yep. The hospital show. I mean, like Chicago Hope and ER. Yeah. Well, Grey's Anatomy. Those came out at the same time. Is Grey's Anatomy still on? I don't know. I don't know what shows are still on anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't really watch those shows. Um, I started watching uh, that "Done the Impossible." I tweeted about it a little, little back a while back. It's the it's the 2006 documentary on the Firefly fans and them getting Serenity made. Hmm. And I I stopped it about 30 minutes into it because I was watching it last night. Really not that good. Um, but I mean, it was just it was just you know them talking about like going through and getting like fans' reactions about like how they they, they oh I saw Firefly on Fox blah blah blah. Then they were like yeah apparently you know um, the it was aired out of order like they didn't air the pilot episode they aired they aired the third episode first. And the, the fans were like talking about their reactions were like I didn't even know what was going on in the first episode. And then later on, I finally got around to seeing the pilot episode, and it was really it was like oh okay now everything makes sense. Well, I, I hear that the third episode is actually a pretty good pilot episode because they kind of they kind of introduce. It's a fairly good introduction to the characters, anyway. You don't necessarily, but you don't know. I mean, there's a, there's probably animosity between uh, the Doctor and Matt. You know, I mean, 
because he wasn't part, you know, he was of how he got there. You know, you'd need to know like why, I mean, like I feel like the, it wasn't, it, there was a crew and then there was them two, you know? Yeah. And then the preacher. Um, but yeah, I was watching that and I was like, oh, God, I just watched that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of snooty, but if I haven't heard of, like, if I had found that documentary, I would not, I would not watch it because I would assume that if it was any good, I would have heard about it. You know what I mean? That's just. Well, did you? That's did just you, the, the the social media circles we. Did you watch the se- or Did you watch that movie that was made by the primary directive director? Not yet. I need to watch that. Okay. I haven't watched it either because I was like, look, I mean, I don't think it's sci-fi related, is it? I. I've done very well to not know much oh, okay. of anything about it. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm like, I like to watch, you know, you get in a mood for watching genres. So I was like, mm. I'm, I'm like looking for like, I want movies with twists nowadays. Oh, like I see. stuff that's like suspenseful, like what's going on. Like, like I just want movies where something happens and you don't know why it's happened. And you got to, f- over the course of the story, they find out why it's. Oh happened. yeah. 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 Mysteries. Yeah. I like mean contact. like. Contact. Like pretty much, um, yeah. Like contact or I love those kinds of um, movies. I like. I mean, just where sh- like I, I even like like Cloverfield, where you don't even get to find out what the hell's happened. Mm-hmm. It's just shit's happened. Sphere was a great book. Now that is that I the one with Dustin Hoffman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And Sharon Stone. Wait, no, I did see that movie. Yeah, because it has a really weird ending. Yeah, they kind of changed some. Is that Samuel Jackson in that one? I don't remember. I think Samuel Jackson's in that one. Um, what's that movie? Uh, there's a movie where they're in space. It has a uh, Jurassic Park guy, Sam. Neil? Sam Event Horizon? Yeah. I think that's Event Horizon. Do you ever find out about that? Like, what, what happens in that movie? I don't, I don't remember. Hmm. Anyways, I just want movies <laughs> that are, like, suspend. you know, that... I feel like I'm going to have to Something's start diving happening. into Japanese, probably, films and stuff like that. <sighs> Films, maybe not so much. You know, I mean, there are not a lot of good Japanese films. There are well, you're going to have to. Turn. There are very, there are classic. You know, obviously mm-hmm. Kurosawa made a bunch of great Japanese films. You've got um, Takashi Miike. Yeah. Oh yeah, that man. really. Yeah, yeah. I know. I love those. Okay, I don't make films. Really? But if I did, they'd have a samurai. <laughs> uh, bare naked, whatever. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I mean, you know the. Uh, Anime is what's good usually. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't, don't want to watch a series. That's my thing. Is like I don't want to yeah, watch. Yeah, but series. series are good because you get all this time for buildup. Yeah, but I feel like they're drawn out. Like there's mm, a lot yeah, of like, stuff. Going back to Breaking Bad, the, the last episode I saw was obviously a uh, cliffhanger. No, it was uh, character. What's the word I'm looking for? Development. Character development episode. And it's like. Ugh. Ugh. They could have left that completely out and not. Well, if they could leave it out at all, yeah. If they could leave it out, then the majority of it, um, there was probably like ten minutes of the show that was actually important to the story, and the rest of it was like him sitting on the couch, like, "Where'd my wife go? Where'd she go? I don't know where she's at right now. Why is she pissed at me? That was the first season. No, second season. Oh, okay, you're in the second season. Um, well, I don't have much else. Uh. Oh, oh, and fantasy my, football. My episode of Star Trek was season five, episode twenty. Hmm. It's fantasy football time. Yeah, and that's. I uh, think we're lacking 
a couple of people in the Yahoo League. I need yeah. to invite you and probably John. How many Jeremy, doubles? You wanted to be in it, right? What? No, wait. No, wait. This is the ESPN League. The Yahoo League were filled up. Do you want to be in the ESPN League? Yeah. Okay. How many doubles do we have? I don't think we got any doubles. Oh, good. I think everybody, unless they responded via Twitter, uh, I don't think we have any doubles. I guess I missed out on PC Lammers again because it sent it from his Gmail account and it went straight to the trash, which for an email address that you've had for 15 years is full of a lot of stuff. And then I found it this morning and it said the league was full. For Yahoo? For PC Lammers. Oh. Well, I mean, I'll email him. And, or direct message him and see if he can squeeze you in. I was like, why? This is an email coming to my Yahoo from a Gmail account that says, so-and-so would like to sign you up for fantasy football. Yahoo fantasy football. Yahoo puts it in the trash, <laughs> even though it doesn't look anything like spam, and it's got Yahoo fantasy football in, in, the, uh, in the body there. I like to think Yahoo knows itself well. Because I know in all my non Yahoo accounts, or the non Yahoo account that have that's like attached to my Yahoo account, is where I got like so much fucking spam from. Uh, email comes in from Josh. He says, "Drop the ball." Hey guys, just sitting here watching the Dota Two tournament, and wow, no pun intended. This tournament is as polished as ESPN with interviews, great commenting, and presentation. We all love Blizzard and their games, but can we all agree they deserve the biggest ball drop of the decade award? It was theirs, and they did nothing. StarCraft Two has even been dropped in MLG. What are your thoughts? Thanks. Love the show. I heard about that. Yeah. Really? I, I, I don't know. They're still doing WoW Arena, though, I bet. I guess. Let's see what, what MLG's got for us. So, I mean, we, we I think we talked about this, uh, I think, while we were waiting to record Threshold. But it's like, that, that, I mean, it's pretty much... Law has just League of Legends has just cornered the market on that on that thing, right? I mean, Dota Two is very popular. Is it? It is constantly gaining steam. Valve is pushing the shit out of that, and it's working. Like I was listening to the Giant <laughs> Bombcast. Steam. <laughs> uh, I was listening to the Giant Bombcast, and Brad was talking about like uh, they had it tied into w- while you were watching the the international, you could tie your Twitch account with your uh, Steam account, and you would have a chance to get drops for Dota Two based on how much you were watching. <laughs> I'm um, telling, you, and the, the it's only just thing, smart shit like that, man. The only thing about listed, that. the only thing listed for winner for MLG is StarCraft Two, League of Legends, and Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Hmm. Just talk about that. Is that? That article that you, I think you linked right about the Steam cards. Yeah, I mean, how do you? I mean, that that's got to be like I read. I think I skimmed over most of it about how like he, the developer, really hated the cards pretty much because he was seeing he because as a developer he didn't want people to buy the game just for the to get the cards right. Like he wants them to buy it because they like the game. Yeah, he wants to know that people are buying it yeah, exactly. So what I mean, but that's the thing, right? I mean, like. And I'm I'm curious how much pull Steam or Valve has over developers getting their stuff in there. Like I mean, like I was thinking, like somebody on uh, the hex feed was like, "Oh, is this going to be on? Is this going to be in Steam?" And I was thinking, well, in order for them to put it on Steam, Valve probably wants a cut of their free to play stuff. Like they probably want like a of the sales. Some they want a of, cut yes. of like the pack sales or something like that. Right. 
And they don't want to do that. I mean, they're making this own game themselves. They don't want to. There's no point. I mean, it's going to be compatible. They're going to be. You'll be able to do the overlay in Steam, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to put the game on there because they don't want to share. I, I mean, you wouldn't want to share the profits if you were doing the game yourself. You don't yourself. have to. So I mean, being a developer, what do you think? I mean, and especially with these Steam cards, do you think that's a bad thing? What specifically? The Steam cards. Do you think? Supposedly, people have been buying the shit out of the marijuana leaf, which somehow you get through the Steam cards. What? There was an article. So, Snoop Dogg has a phone app, Mm -hmm. and you get these stickers or whatever to put on your own shit in the game or whatever it is. And one of them was a joint, and it cost $100, and at least 15 people bought it. Wow. And then that led to an article about the marijuana leaf avatar. And you get it somehow with those trading cards on Steam, and people were like paying shit tons of money to get it must this. Must be some via some game like Saints Row or something. Yeah, but I mean, and that, I mean that's the thing though is like, do you think that's good for a developer or bad for it? I mean, it does encourage game sales. I, I just I don't know enough. Well, I mean, what was your reaction to reading the article? I was amazed at how much people were buying cards for. <laughs> but I mean, did you? How did you feel towards the the guy that was being interviewed for the article? I mean, did you feel like did you did you agree with him or did you disagree with him or were you just indifferent about it? Like you're like, eh. Uh, I'm kind of uh, kind of embarrassed to say that I don't remember enough of the article, okay. honestly. All right, that's fine. I mean, for I mean, it was like over a week ago, and for some reason, it's just I I can't re- I remember him having complaints about it, but like I'm I'm clouded now because I can't. I think one of his complaints was that um, because there's no requirement for yeah. Well, he said they weren't they weren't they weren't required to do it, but they were encouraged to do it. Right, and then he was thinking like they but they asked for like uh, unique art for these cards, and he was thinking like and you had to do rarities. I think a certain certain exactly, and he was kind of like beside between thoughts on it because you know. On the on the one hand, if he's creating this art, he kind of just wants to give it to people, right. you know, like here, here, have it, you know, uh, use it on your character profile if you want. And so he was kind of, I don't know, it's just one of those things that, like, you know, it helps, but you have problems with it anyway. So I, I guess that's the thing is like I don't know where I come down on it because I know it. At the end of the day, it's got to be good if people are buying your game to get your cards, even if they don't care about the game. I mean. You're making money. As I a mean, creator, you, not, you might are, be hurt, but that's, you know, yeah. there are still plenty of people buying. Do you not want to make money? It's like that, not only that, but there are still people buying it because they actually want to play it. Yeah. I think it was just, and I think a lot of people were saying, like, you could just set in a game or something like that. People were doing that. We're just set in a game to get yep. the, the cards or something like that. So. The other thing is, like, I just kind of inherently anti those things just because I don't much care for achievements. And, yeah, I don't and care I, for achievements either. I don't care for achievements, and then, you know, as dumb as it is, I, I kind of just end up getting mad at people that do because I think they're so worthless. And, like, just the idea that someone is playing a game, that someone has decided, instead of having fun playing a game I would I want to play, I'm going to work to get an achievement. Well, it's like I was when I was reading I was reading an article that somebody else linked about the Steam cards and they were like, "Yeah, there's money to be made here. I bought one card for like that and I sold it for like two more, you know, pence or whatever. <laughs> it was in it was in Europe conversion. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, you know, two two more whatever or three more whatever. And I was like, 
that so yeah but you're you're spending time doing that i mean like you're not making much profit right. it doesn't seem like i mean well it sounds like you picked one well it's just like uh, evidence you see people that do that and you're like is it you're you're either way you're spending time to make money why don't you just do it as a, with a real job i guess i don't know like i don't know like it's just i don't know if you can be saying that though considering the time you spent on diablo 3 yeah but i made more than like one or two you know two dollars off of each transaction most this is my point you found one guy saying he made and you don't even know well, he, how much he I, made. I think <laughs> i think i think it was poor to write, write an article saying there was money to be made and give an example of like making this like was an article i thought you said it was like a comment or something no i was reading an article about i mean the, the article was about how there's money to be made in steam cards yeah and this is and he was just like yeah i bought one card and i turned around and flipped it for like a few penny like whatever their emergency was and i was like that doesn't seem like it would be worth the trouble i would be well, I would have gone and looked up the exchange rate on that. Real quick. Yeah, I would be surprised that he would have made that article. I'm surprised that you're saying that he made that article and that was his example. So in order to get because I weed, agree that what doesn't make any sense. In but order to get the weed on Steam, you have to get the trading cards from Port Royal Three, and people are paying up to forty dollars for them. Wow. But as an example, the reason I linked to that article and wanted you to see it because there were people saying the developer was seeing people say that they bought the game or and and basically didn't pay for the game with the, the cards that they were able to sell from the game. So clearly that is actually, and some people are talking about like, you know, getting three times the value from the cards than for the game. So like that would be worth something. Or I don't know if they were, were the people able to farm cards? Like, could you get more than one of the same card or was I it, you so. got one and that was it. Like, you know, kind of like an achievement. You got it once and that was it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, but I mean, I didn't pay much attention to it. And then people started, oh, my people are buying these cards. And I was like, okay, well, good for them. I mean, they're spending time. That's great. I mean, I'm not, it's like the TF2 stuff. I mean, like people like, I think they're putting, didn't they, I think recently they patched TF2 to make it so you couldn't sit around and get stuff. Yeah, they did something. And, uh, I mean, like to me, it's like, that's just a gold mine mm-hmm. as well, I guess. The TF2 stuff. I mean, like, just... I don't know about just playing, though. I think the people that make money on that are the people that are actually creating weapons. Stuff, the hats and whatever. Not the developers, to be clear. We're not talking about Valve. We're talking about people who just, like, open up Milk Drop or whatever the name of these fucking 3D programs are and actually create weapons and sell them, which is pretty fucking cool. Living in the future, man. I'm telling you, it's a good time to be just, like, an independent, like artist or just an independent like well my i mean somebody that that's good at art and in digital form like you can you can do so much nowadays with kickstarter uh just all these games and stuff like that. well i I think that's being kind of overly optimistic and naive though because i think that we hear about the successes and then we hear about the great failures but i think that there are thousands of people out there that try something and we don't even ever fucking hear about their project because gives a shit but that's what i'm saying like i mean i couldn't imagine being a graphics artist in this day and age and not making some kind some form of money somewhere like on the internet like to me it it could be supply and demand but i'm I'm thinking like even making shirts on second life i mean like there's there's so many outlets now with the internet and that that i couldn't see there being a starving graphic artist yeah but it's not that straightforward 
I mean, if you if you start your own project, then there's all kinds of shit you have to take into account. I mean, you basically have to be a businessman. For people that just want to be graphic artists, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be uh, owing their souls to the company. Still, you know. Well, I guess we could. Uh, they have to join a company and make art that they don't even necessarily care about. There's always Woot. If you make a shirt for Woot, they give you like a thousand dollars, and then you get two dollars off every shirt that they sell with your right. picture on it. Right. Well, so that's. Many, I mean, there's so many ways. A that, week of living in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I bet Bill. Bill could doodle something, and I bet he could make money off of it. I could make a little bit of money, but I bet it would be pretty difficult. I don't think it'd be difficult at all. The only to... difficulty I think would be would be finding an outlet. That would be the difficultness. That's, that's difficult. Well, just say the person that drew that bear holding that that boombox. Well, the guy that drew this bear holding this boombox is the Oatmeal, and he's a very popular comic. That's the problem with these kinds of things. You've got like usually a small group of people corner fields in popularity. You know, like web comics. There's just like a few popular ones: Cyanide and Happiness, Oatmeal, Penny Arcade, and um, XKCD. Like those are the main ones, and it, and it's kind of hard to break into that field because there's a hundred other guys that are also trying to break into it with you. you just got to be consistent in comic every freaking day, mm-hmm. and be consistent with and funny. Have to be funny. It never like. When people are like, yeah, that guy drew Beetle Bailey every day for 56 years. I'm like, how the fuck do you come up with ideas for this? Charles <laughs> Schultz, Peanuts. Yeah. Uh, okay, so sometimes he runs out of ideas and it's just Charlie Brown trying to kick the football again. But, I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Well, that's the thing is you got I can't even so decide what I want much. for lunch every day. You have so much content. I mean, like, think about it. You have how many people in America? Uh, almost 300 million now, right? I mean, that's that's pretty much 300 million days worth of, I mean, like, because that's, every single person has a unique experience, and they probably have a story for that day, you know I mean? Like, so you can write a comic about something that probably so happened similar. to you. Yeah, my days wouldn't make good comics. Well, <laughs> Most of my days. No, but I bet something that you talk about with somebody or some. I mean, I, I'm sure there's something... I'm sure you can grab a three-panel thing. I think this comes back life. to Matt has this concept when this things that he doesn't do that he thinks is just so easy. You always have this. You always seem to have this perception that like ah, that's not that hard. Like when I showed you those that, that lady like spinning bowls and, and catching them on her head, and you're like ah, whatever. She just practiced a bunch, and now she can do it. And you're I not, do like, think. You're that, not, I mean, like I think. I think it's a lot hard. I think there's okay, a lot of so, logistics that you're not thinking so about. Let's say that the 300 million people that. But they all have something you can make a three panel out of. It's not going to be funny in most cases. And then you're not going to talk to all those 300 million well, people it... until you can find one that's that's good enough. Every well, day. Matt's point is that there's got to be something in every, in every single person's day at some point you can make a comic out of. Whether or not it's no. funny or not, that's another thing. Because you could just make a fucking you look at a New lot Yorker. Of... I mean, <laughs> you look at, well, I was going to say, you look at a lot of even ongoing comics like Penny Arcade. Some days it's clear that like they didn't really have a particularly yeah. good idea. And then my computer told me it was going to reset itself. And it shows hitting itself with a 2 by 4 my, my work computer, sometimes in the middle of the day, it'll pop up and say, we've made a... Uh, a grave know. mistake. No. Well, see, that would be a good Dilbert, Dilbert comic right there. But they, they've, they've made a critical update and... Your computer will reboot in 60 seconds. Please save all your stuff. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. And I'm like, oh, that's a race. Save, 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 save. No, don't lock up on me, Excel. God damn it. I've never had that come up for me. What's that? 
I don't know what they did to our computers. It just stacks the scenario. Or no, the scenario. It's like we're going to reset. You, you every morning, yeah. it's like a little we're going to we're going to reset in five thousand seconds. Click cancel if you don't want to do that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's the one that pops up and says you've got one minute. Go. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Have your autosave turned on. It's uh, Excel. Excel does pretty good at that. I don't think we had any more emails. Uh, all right, so thanks for listening to episode 250. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to send <laughs> for, us an For email, a milestone podcast, this was... This is perfect! <laughs> this, this was... <laughs> well, what's bad is... Uh, if, I did anybody, a, if anybody talks about our 250th podcast to their friend, oh, yeah, this is, they got 250 don't, episodes. No, don't promote it. They, they listen to well, this one, and yeah, this is pretty much average. Well, what's sad is uh, Tuesday I did an interview with Roe from Realm, Mountain, Realm Maintenance... And we were talking about, you know, how we got into wi- uh, how we got into podcasting and all that. And so he's oh, supposed Jesus. to release that. Ah, and then people are going to listen to this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, well. We got into podcasting through a gigantic argument. I don't remember us getting into... I thought we got into... Po- I said we got into podcasting because uh, we had... You had, you know, only a f- select few wow podcasts out there that we really cared about right uh legendary thread being one of them um but the, and like you had the other ones like the instance and world of warcast and some others that just we they, they were good but yeah. they weren't for us they didn't have the right. humor or the right. st- and like or the rating or the, and honestly at the time and now we're that show honestly at the time almost every podcast producer they were like kind of noobish you know what i mean like they were not particularly good they didn't have a level 60 for example. Yeah. Um, and then so we got on. It was honestly kind of like as pompous as it sounds. Is like we knew that we knew what the fuck we were doing. And so it would be nice to make a show for people that to some extent knew what the fuck they were doing. Now you have podcasts. Like even back then, eventually people finally started like, yeah, we were raiding blah, blah, blah this week. And I was like, okay. So we, we kind of filled a niche at the time that has been utterly So now filled. there are podcasts <laughs> that we would probably like and we could just stop because. Yep. <laughs> Well, he asked about like you know how how he named it and stuff like that. I gave Justin credit because I believe you mm. come up with outlandish, right? Yeah, I think so. And um, uh, you know so you know you fucking come tri- up trivia. If in between, if I knew I come up with a title, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I come up with that title. You <laughs> know had, you came. We've up had, with had this yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. before, and it usually ends with I don't remember. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty I came, sure up with it. came up. With I'll it. go with that. But I, uh, trivia, I wanted the my original front runner for, name for the podcast was Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, there, there, there's like a possibility. A lot better. Oh, it's way better. It's way better. Well, I told him I said well, I, I pushed hard on that. It almost could have been that if I'd have, you know had a few more arguments about it. Well, I told him what was great was the fact that Outlandish just transitioned so well exactly. to whatever the hell we wanted to do. Exactly. Like, yeah. Thank goodness we had that instead of like World of Warcraft. You know, yeah, so, Raiders of Lost yeah. Art. <laughs> so I, I still don't get that one. Well, it's like a it's like a lost art, you know. And yeah. we're Raiders. I got the Raiders part. I got, yeah, I got the Raiders part. <laughs> this is why I we didn't go with that one because I still don't get it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I just skimmed over like why we started and uh, I turned you down. Uh, you know what? What we were about, and he asked me when our favorite area is. So, what do you think is was our favorite? Well, I mean, what do you think was our peak? I should say episode thirty ish. We were doing we were doing commercials. Yeah, Matt was Matt was throwing in sound effects. We had parodies. 
Now, and now to be clear, Matt only did sound like effects for like two or three. <laughs> right, episodes. but it's it's right in there that <laughs> we right were we were we were on top of shit. I definitely yeah. I told him two thousand nine was probably pretty much like two thousand eight. I mean two thousand nine was probably eight. Matt was doing <laughs> research. We had notes. We would go through topics. Everything was laid out. First we talk yeah, about right wow, then there's a commercial, then we talk about wow some more, and then the there's show a commercial. Show opened with a parody. Yeah, and yeah. then by the time that we happened, got, in, that started in the fall of that year. By the time we got to like episode fifty, it was like uh, like episode, we had a, we had new commercials every week. Yeah, guys, two new two. commercials <laughs> every week. For, God damn! For how did we fucking and, come up with all that shit? Like we had a new parody every week for like twenty for weeks a little while straight. There. Not quite that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we actually watched TV and stuff like that too to to, to parody off. And of. then like Subway stole yeah. our little kid lunch commercial idea. <laughs> and then Max stole our. We had an intro uh, every week. Yeah, there was an intro. Oh my! Before God. the parody, there was something, some sort some of creative thing. Play. <laughs> Something, but I, yeah, I mean, I have man. been waiting. <laughs> I have been waiting for just one more. They they stopped doing the emails the way when we did the uh, the email play. Oh yeah, oh Roland. I, uh, but I have not got another one because we could totally do that with no problem. I told I told Roe uh, Ro when when we were recording. Another I was man. like, yeah, I thought about. I had it queued up over here, and I was like, I was just gonna play. Our parodies in the background while, while <laughs> I did the interview with you. Uh, we actually there's 26 parody songs God apparently damn. at least. Yeah. Um, and I told him I said you know that 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 era of our podcast was probably the best because of because of you guys putting those out and, and we did a lot of creative stuff back then. And we were probably I'd like to think we were we innovate we're like we I don't want to say we innovated but. We definitely upped the level of quality I think so. of podcasting, wow, podcasting back then by with the creative stuff that we did. And then we said, fuck all that shit, and yeah. we quit doing it. We get lazy. Yep. All this without sponsors. Mm-hmm. Well, we had sponsors. They were our fans. I do have to think that they're... Well, I'm just saying we didn't have to dictate to... Yeah, we didn't have to, like... To the Ventrilo the, server people. Yeah, right. And, I do, I do, I do. Sometimes imagine that there are people that are looking for new podcasts, and so they just kind of are just browsing through, you know, the kind of people that go past the number fifty even just to see, and they, and you know, they look at how many episodes a podcast has to see how long, how long it's been running, mm-hmm. with the assumption that oh, this must be an okay podcast. So there's got to be people that just download us blind, listen, and after ten minutes, they're like, ugh. <laughs> This has nothing to do with anything I do. Yeah, like, <laughs> they cover so much, but yeah. Oh, this is a World of Warcraft podcast? <laughs> Wait, so they talked about... Because that's how it starts. First, somebody said, what happened in WoW this week? And that one guy said, I don't know because I haven't played it. And then they talked about a TV show that came on six years ago. Hmm. That's the, that's the other thing that we don't do that pretty much every other podcast does. And I, I noticed this especially with Josh. And, I, you know, I always kind of think like... Because I kind of don't like it, and I should say, which is to lay out what's going to happen in the oh, show, show at notes. the beginning. Oh, you, you know, mean like, like, so we're going to talk about this stuff? Yeah, like This American Life always like, gives you a little preview of each of the little segments, and or most podcasts will say like, what well, we're going to talk about this week, and we Today's don't do that. Video games. And I, and, I, one. and I just realized that like, when I'm listening to it, when I'm listening to a show that I know I'm going to listen to anyway, I don't want to know what they're going to do this week. Especially this American Life because I'm so anti spoilers that even like talking about that is kind of like 
kind of a, a form of spoilers. Like I'm gonna listen. I'm I'm listening right now. I'm about to listen to you. I don't need you to tell me what's gonna happen next. I kind of enjoy not knowing. This week, Bear with the Boombox, Act One. That's not a spoiler. Stay with us. Uh, but I mean, so so I just realized that like that serves people that don't regularly listen to the show though, because if people just start our show, they're like. As far as they're concerned, it's a World of Warcraft podcast because you asked Jeremy what he did in the World of Warcraft this week. Well, it's, uh, I mean, I, I was thinking with, and I think I might have mentioned this to Josh, that was that, you know, I kind of, I kind of wish we were, I, I kind of wish we did kind of have like at least a preview. I mean, just the I three of us knew we what we were going to talk theme, about so we could right. all be at least on the same page. So like when I bring up something, you would have you could maybe look up something or you could maybe at least be ready for me to bring up that topic to contribute to that topic. Yeah. We knew that in the beginning and we still didn't go look anything up. <laughs> like my preparation for the show is once I sit down, I pull up MMO champion and start scrolling real fast to see if anything interesting pop catches my eye. And I also just look for the word rogue in yellow to see what it is that they're going to screw me over on next patch. This next patch will be Sinister Strike costs more energy. Ro asked me, and I'll ask you guys, do you... um, He didn't ask me, but I, I I, I answered a question this way. I don't regret playing WoW. Do you regret playing WoW, Justin? I regret playing WoW for as long as I did. But, I mean, like, I, I, I told Ro that I think, you know, this podcast has probably been, like, one of the best things we've ever done. Like, and I mean, like, yeah. it's made such an impact. I mean, Artistically, it's the best that, thing we've ever done. That I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell Maybe people. Maybe not Justin. He drew, he drew some pictures. Maybe there's a picture that's better than the podcast. That I well, I would, about. as far as, like, if you, if you measure a person by the impact they have on other people, then it's the best thing we've done. I, well, I said I wasn't. That's not true because I fix I fix tens of thousands of people's internet. All Someone the else time. could do that, <laughs> well, and like, I have a bigger impact. I wouldn't tell I wouldn't tell people not to play well. Like I I I I'm thankful for what WoW has done for me and what I would tell people they should I, try it. Just don't get sucked into it. And then I unless I've, they're really prepared to be sucked into it. I've enjoyed WoW. I mean, like, I don't regret playing WoW. I think it was a, a great thing. and Right, yeah. It was a I've good had game. fun with it and stuff like that, but it, I don't think there's something, anything that's going to bring me back to it. Um, I regret playing WoW for as long as I have, but by the same token, I know that if I hadn't, I would have a whole bunch of games that I paid too much for and only played once. So I'm glad that... <laughs> but they'd all be different experiences. <laughs> yeah, but... And you probably wouldn't pay that much for it because you, you can not you can only buy stuff in the Steam sale and be completely full on games all the time. Even as I as I look through my Steam list, it's like I don't even I know I bought that because it was two dollars, but I I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so you think you think it was a great experience for you, right? I mean, plus it's something that yeah, me and Mandy can play together instead of me telling her to turn around and watch this. And I did thank. Hey, watch uh, this. I did thank Doctor Pope again, once again. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know that that, and that's why I said 2009 was probably like our greatest era to me was because of the the, the meetup that we got to do, mm-hmm. and because of Doctor Pope and what he did for us out there, um, and that uh, that never I, I'll never be able idea. to repay our fans for that. But anyways yeah we won't ever be 250 able to... episodes guys yeah we are... actually there's probably... sorry we don't there's probably well, more it's... like 290 episodes i think it's 270 
if I hadn't put I my think computer that's what up, it is on iTunes two seventy. Mm. If I hadn't if I hadn't put up my laptop, I'd go look in the database and tell you what we were at. But this is officially episode two fifty, right? Yeah. Even though we have some point five. Remember when we moment. used to record the tenth episode and then immediately record an episode after that? that was Holy the point, shit, we did do that. To do the point five episode to come out the next week when we weren't doing the podcast. Well, wow. that was our that was our random talk, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's like we would do two at a time just so we wouldn't skip a week. We're going to uh, have a special next week. Are right. we? Are we going to have a special? Yeah. Next we, week? What guys, are we going to do next week? You guys are recording something, right? From Gen Con. Uh, Gen Con. Yeah, I guess we'll record with Eric, right? You want to yeah. record with Eric? See if he'll be on an episode of Outlandish with us. You know sub, he will. Substitute guest host. And I think we should go get Gover in there too. Okay, we can get Gover. He'll be me. there. Well, and I, I just assume well, yeah, Gover's going to hang well, out with us all weekend. We'd have to get him <laughs> to come back to the hotel room. True. I'm pretty That's sure. Like. I'm pretty sure you can get Govier to come back yeah. to the hotel room. Oh yeah. If he's a real fan, he's a slut. If you're a real fan, Govier, you're going to come back to the hotel room. Remember when people used to give us blowjobs? What? Oral blowjobs. <laughs> oral. What other kind are there? No, not oral. Oral. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks for this episode 250 of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letters at outlandishpodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at outlandishcast. You can follow Jeremy at outlandishjerry. You can follow me at outlandishmatt. You can follow Justin at outlandishbeats. And don't forget, in 50 episodes, we'll probably call Tranya. <laughs> for our big 300th, 300th episode, episode. Which will be in like another year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 250 It'll of Outlandish. Christmas next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We call her every hundred episodes. I'm sure people are waiting with bated breath. There's going to be a girl on the podcast. Mandy could always stop by over here. We got you mics really now. Want Seth getting up on the mic. Seth needs to record. Every year I should have him record a, thanks for listening to That way we can hear his voice over and over. And I'll just tack it on to the other one. I agree. So be thanks for listening to Then the next one will be like, thanks for listening to Outlandish. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Outlandish. Thanks for listening to Outlandish. <laughs> thanks for listening to the show, bitch. Now I got to go start first grade. <laughs> <laughs> and then one show starts and he's like, sorry to inform me this week that the last, the Outlandish crew died. <laughs> My father. Thank you for listening, <laughs> though. This will be the last last episode. The other day, for no reason, and I don't know how in the hell he remembers it, he looks at me and he goes, Datis? I'm like, what? He goes, Datis? <laughs> when he was doing when the he voice was doing thing? The voice, Datis? Oh, uh, yeah. Datis? That's I was silly. like, how do you remember this? He's like, Datis? And then he runs off laughing. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for this episode 250 of Outlandish. We'll catch you in 251, which I guess will come out in a week. All right, bye. Right, there you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough.